Do you believe in ghosts? Sometimes, when a person is down on their luck, all they need is a friend. However, what happens when the friend in question turns out to be something completely unexpected? Tonight's tale is just about that. As always, visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think tonight's tale was adapted from fact or a pure work of fiction. You're listening to Season 2 of Ghost Stories, and this is an old friend. This is a bit of a sensitive one for me, so is it okay if I use a different name? Yeah, of course. Okay, uh, what should I use? Um, if I go if I go with Jack, I, I like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, so Jack Sparrow, yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, so anyway, I come from a, a small village, um, I'd rather not say where, but I don't want to bring it any unnecessary attention. Um, it is one of those places where everybody knows everyone else's business, whether he wanted them to, or, whether he wanted them to know or not. It kind of was what you'd call a community, but not a particularly friendly one. So I basically got out of there as soon as I could. Um, I had no interest in being one of those people who hung around. A lot of the people there never really expanded their horizon beyond the village uh, that they grew up in. But as these things often pan out, uh, in about 2013, I ended up having to move back there. In fact, back to the house where I grew up in. I'm not going to go into why, uh, but the the crux of it is that the capital's an impossible place to live after losing your job, um, and I had a messy breakup. So my mum was really pleased that I was back, um, as I think a lot of mums are. I did make it clear that it was a temporary situation until I was back on my feet. But, you know, the the way that the village was, the rumour mill went into overdrive. It was a little embarrassing, but I tried to not let it get to me. But the hardest thing when you're down and you look is, is just being so lonely. I, I think you look for friends wherever you can find them. And oddly enough, I was at the shop, just the, the local village shop one day, when I heard someone call for me and I heard them say, you know, Jack, is, is that you? I, I turned around expecting it to be one of the gossip mongers from the village, but really surprised to see that it was um, it was someone I went to school with, a guy uh, called Eric. It was really nice to see a friendly face, uh, so I got into a bit of a discussion with Eric. Nothing more than small talk. Um, I didn't talk about my current situation, although I must admit that there was times where I think he kind of knew but if you remember earlier, I talked about the loneliness of uh, the situation I was in. Uh, it's the kind of thing where you would possibly do things that you wouldn't normally do or invite people over into social situations. So my pa- both my parents were away that night and I didn't want to sit on my own and watch you know, some shit like The X Factor. Uh, so I invited Eric over. But to my surprise, uh, Eric accepted the invitation, which I didn't really expect. Looking back, I'm not really sure why I offered in the first place. We didn't get on at school. And though it shames me a little bit now, um, it's probably fair to say that me and my friends made Eric's life a bit of a living hell when we were at school. I don't like to use the word bully, but uh, I I guess that's what I am. Um, Or certainly what I was. I thought this presented me with the opportunity to to make amends with him. Uh, Perhaps the fact that 
Eric approached me meant that he was willing to let bygones be bygones. So Eric was due to arrive at my house at about six in the evening. Um, I cooked something, I can't remember what. Six came and went, then seven, then eight. Uh, I realised I didn't have his number. Checked on Facebook, but no mention of him. I was pretty pissed off, actually. I'd been fobbed off, but then I thought, oh, maybe he's forgotten. Went to bed, didn't think anything more about it, to be honest. But then I woke up at about two in the morning to my phone ringing. I'd fallen asleep watching TV and were unaware of what time it was. I had literally no idea who was calling me, so I answered the phone. Hello? But nothing. Not a sound. Um, so I said it a little bit louder. Hello? Who is this? I could, I could hear something. Not not a, not a loud sound, but faint, like like it was in another room. I pushed, you know, when you push the phone really close to your ear. Water, it was it was water I could hear. But then it suddenly stopped. I, I, I listened closer um there was there was someone on the phone doing something i can't explain it better than that uh but i couldn't tell you who it was i didn't recognize the number i'm guessing that someone might have pocket dialed me at the time but it just didn't make sense uh but then but then i really lost my breath with the next sound i could hear as i phone as as i really pressed the phone to my ear it wasn't anything more than a murmur like a muffled voice like some with a mouth taped shut crying. I, I, I didn't know who this was, but then the murmur stopped. Again, silence. Hello, I said, hoping that maybe someone would answer and just clarify the situation, but, but there was nothing. As you can imagine, I was a little bit freaked out by this point, so just decided to hang up. But as soon as I had hung up the phone, same number rang again, um, so obviously I realised that this wasn't a mistake. I answered it with a, with a hello, and what I got back was someone shouting, "Help me! Help me!" It's. I threw the phone down, um, screaming, still coming through clearly from the other end. I decided at this point to ring the police, but I, what could I possibly tell them? The screaming felt like an eternity, but then as soon as I hung up, the phone rang, same number as before. I, I asked down the phone, "What what is it that you want?" Trying to sound assertive and confident, but didn't receive any sort of reply. This time, the other end of the phone was quite quiet, with the exception of something that sounded like something large being moved around and someone walking. Who is this? Tell me now, I said. But there was still nothing. Um, there was a little pause, and then suddenly something uh, splashing into water. I could clearly hear that. I, I kind of knew by that point what was happening. I could hear a struggle, the person calling for help, and then that person had drowned. I had to get a hold of myself, though. Um, as I went to hang up, a voice piped up. Don't you dare hang up on me again. Not so funny now, is it? I, I froze. How, how do they know I was about to do that? And I, By this point, I was absolutely terrified. But I recognised his voice. It was Eric. So in, in an absolute panic, I, I hung up. This time, I actually did manage to call the police. As I waited, I sat in terror, wondering what he meant by not so funny now. Um, but then it all came back to me, the, the last time I saw Eric. It was at a party at the end of uh, the sixth form. Everyone was invited, including Eric. But we invited him with another motive in mind. The host of the party uh, had a large swimming pool um, in, in his garden, and, and my friends had heard the rumour that Eric couldn't swim. 
So naturally, we, we thought we would test this by pushing him into the pool. We left him there flapping, clearly drowning, doing nothing more than laughing at him. Uh, he must have felt such embarrassment. Um, he must have felt horrendous. I'm not proud of my past, and I, and I do sincerely regret it now. So anyway, by this time, the, the police arrived. Um, I suppose it would have been around four o'clock in the morning by this point. The village had one of those mini police stations, um, had the same group of policemen working there for years. The two policemen that showed up recognised me from my youth. Um, they were friendly. Yeah, I, I liked them both. I was still in a panic, though. Um, I just said to them, you need to go and check out Eric's place now. I think he might have just killed somebody. I was at this time really starting to lose my call. But the policeman sat me down and, and insisted on taking my statement right from the first moment that I bumped into Eric earlier that day. Um, how long have you been away was the question that the, the second policeman asked me. I don't know, years, I replied, uh, not being sure. Both, bo both of the uh, policemen looked at each other quite awkwardly. Um, they seemed concerned, but not about my story. The first officer took his phone out of his pocket and I watched as he clicked and searched. He slowly handed his phone over and told me to read the article, so I read aloud. The small village of, which I won't name, was shocked today by the discovery of the deaths of two of its teenage residents. Henrietta, a nurse for the NHS, came home from her night shift to discover a drowned teenager in her bathtub and her son Eric having died of asphyxiation in his room. Although investigations are pending, initial indications are that Eric murdered the teenage victim before taking his own life. I immediately asked, How do they know? This must have just happened. The policemen just looked at each other and one of them replied, um, Jack, I don't know what exactly happened to you earlier, but um, Eric died eight years ago today. That's all for this week, but for show credits, be sure to visit ghost-stories.co.uk and vote for if you think an old friend was based on fact or a pure work of fiction. Furthermore, be sure to go to iTunes and rate us if you've enjoyed the podcast and follow us on Facebook by searching for Ghost Stories the Podcast. Now, we'll leave you with a preview of next week's episode. And don't stop asking, do you believe in ghosts? When I was about 22 or 23, I had this really vivid dream. In my dream, we were at the seaside where my grandma lives and we were walking muffin along the beach. He went out into the water and was swimming. I was worried about how far away he was from the shore and I kept calling for him and pleading with him to swim back to me. So the next day after I had this dream, I rang my mum to tell her about it and then she said that muffin had been to a new vet that morning because they wanted a second opinion on his lumps. But this vet had said that actually these tumours in his ear were a lot more serious and it was time to think about, you know, letting him go. Um, and she recommended that he be put to sleep as they were likely causing him pain and discomfort. 